Can you hear me all right? Can you hear me all right this morning? Uh, this morning, um, I will not discount every little miracles that God done, does in our life, lives, especially for me. For the last whole week, I've been coughing like crazy. And um, in fact, started last week. So at, at home, we're trying to uh, kind of follow every, everybody's, uh, what do you call this, uh, uh, demands or even uh, the right thing to do, and that is to, to rat test every, every day almost, okay? Just to make sure that I don't have the COVID. And even yesterday, I did my last one. And, um, but, you know, uh, I've been coughing since that day until yesterday. Yesterday, the whole, the whole afternoon, I was still coughing, I was still coughing and coughing, but I said, God, do you want me to call, call it off and say, uh, I'll just call Samuel, and Samuel help, take over. That's the easiest, easiest way to do, isn't it? But God promised me, he says, you will see a miracle if you believe in the land of the living. That's the Lord spoken to me on Friday. I'm almost going to call uh, Sam and say, Sam, take over, because he also sent the email, but I saw his email uh, message on Saturday. And I said, it's too late for Sam to kind of uh, to take over this morning so that uh, he, will, he will deliver this message. At least he will have the whole series, almost, you now, to preach this uh, economics. But I think God uh, is, is a God of miracle. You know, I believe my, one of my mentors said to me, he says, you know, if you only believe, you will see the miracle of God. And it stuck to me. I think this morning, I believe that, that this is a testimony. I haven't coughed since this morning, believe me or not. I've been singing here with, with the back, on, on the background. And God is, is isn't it the good? God is a God of miracle, even in a small little thing. If he really wants you to, to use you on a day, on a particular season or a particular time, he will make sure that he, he will allow you and ab- enable you to do so. Amen? So I, I'm, this morning I'm speaking not on my own strength, but by the grace of God. And uh, I, I'll be sharing with you this, this, the second most important uh, capital in economics. We, we actually jump from spiritual to physical and, and intellectual capital. Uh, that Sam and... Uh, and, uh, and um, uh, what's up? Uh, Cam have brilliantly shared the first. And uh, this morning, I want to share with you about relational capital. And I, I believe that God ha- has something for us this morning. Because one of the greatest things that God said in his word in, John, in Matthew chapter 22, verse 37 to 40, he says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. He says that this is the greatest commandment according to Jesus. This is the greatest commandment. He says you have to love the Lord your God. See, the capital, the, one of the greatest capital that we can invest is to have our relationship with God. We have to invest our relationship with God. And investing our relationship with God uh, has a practicality of it. Number one is we have to spend time with God. Isn't it? We have to have a conversation with God. 
It's impossible for us to have a relationship with someone we, we don't converse. A conversation, isn't it? It's so sad, isn't it, if we have a relationship that we don't have a conversation with. A conversation, and that is one of the most important capital that we can invest in our life. And that is to invest in our relational capital. And that we have to spend time and and build this relationship with God. But while we are here on earth, God as well commanded us to invest the, the other part of this commandment. He says we have to invest to what? To our neighbor. This, we always say this, that our neighbor is the person closest to us, not just the person next door of our, our place of abode, isn't it? It's a pe- the people that God has, has put in our lives, and that's just our neighbor. He says we have to invest our, in our neighbor's life. In fact, Jesus, when he was here, his very nature is a relational God. He invested in, in the capital, relational capital. That's the very nature of our God. And he wants us to be a disciple, a follower of him, that we, in our nature too, we should be having that relational capital in, in view, in our hearts, in our spiritual walk with him. Amen? Is that right? Because it, that, that is the very nature of God. His nature is relational, isn't it? When, when God created us, even in Genesis, he wants to have a relationship with us. Unfortunately, we didn't value that well. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, the, the, our, our forefather, Adam and Eve, has, uh, has uh, decided that um, it's not a good idea to have a relationship with God. Uh, I, I want to do my own way and all my own thing. I think it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's an unfortunate thing that happened to us. But the very nature of God is that he is a very relational God. Even in his, in his, in his uh, triune God, he has the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He's always having this relational with them. Even if he does things in miracle and everything, he always, this tree is present. Because this is the thing that of, of the nature of, of our God. Given that the nature of God is a relational God or, or a God that wants to be in the community. I think this morning I would like to say that we have to build our investment in heaven by building our relational capital. Because at the end of the day, if we put everything else, maybe physical capital can fail us. Yeah, if we don't have any more strength, isn't it? And we're not getting younger every day. We're getting older. It can fail us. Our economic, our financial, and our, uh, our, our uh, intellectual abilities sometimes will fail us too, isn't it? Sometimes when we are growing old, our mental capacity sometimes uh, fail us. But relational capital will last because it builds to our spiritual capital. It's almost proportional in our our spiritual and our relational capital is almost proportional. So God is challenging us because when Jesus was here, he built his relational capital with 12 persons. And he called them what? Disciple. He called them disciple. He invested everything that he has 
within that three years of ministry, he built his capital with him because he knows when he is gone, somebody is going to continue the thing that the Lord wants us to build and to build, and that eventually to build the kingdom of God. We are, we are called to build the kingdom of God. That's why there is, uh, he, given, he has given us this capital so that we can continue to build the kingdom of God. The only thing God wants us to, to do is to build the kingdom of God, not our own kingdom, not anybody's kingdom, but the kingdom of God. That's why he wants us to build this capital, and that's the capital of our relationship. You know, uh, for, for many months, we, me and my wife, we've been praying. I want to share with you a testimony that I built this relational capital without any reason. It's just relationship. We built a capital of relationship. And so when we, when we have, uh, we sold our other car because it's getting old and it's getting a lot of problem. And uh, I was just praying and said, God, I really needed one more, we needed one more car because my son is coming back and we don't have enough to, to share around us because uh, the some ministry uh, kind of uh, resp- responsibility and ministry uh, uh, opportunity is coming and I don't have a car to run around. You know, when we build our relational capital, we are not building it for any other reason but just to build with relationship with someone. But eventually, God will use it for his purpose and plan, isn't it? Last month, just because of this relationship that we built, Somebody just passed on to me a Tarago for no dime, free. And it just got answered this. This comes out from where? Relational capital that we built, that I invested to someone else. Just relationship, nothing else. You know, Jesus, when he invested his life with the 12 disciples, remember? Only one profession. I two professionals there. One doctor and one tax collector. The rest are just normal like us. They are all fishermen. Okay, a fisherman. They are normal like us. They are just like us. But he built his relational capital with them. And guess what? What happened to the twelve? They turned the world upside down, isn't it? That's why we have this gospel with us today because God built this relational capital with them. They become the follower of Jesus. They, they, they were the one who now brought us the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why the most second important capital behind spiritual capital is our relational capital. We, you know... Um, in the, in the passage that this, this, uh, this, this came about, the economics, is, uh, is one of the most uh, strange, actually, uh, parable in the scripture. Because it was like, remember that? Cam uh, shared about the shrewd manager. Remember that? The shrewd manager? That he, he actually used the boss's property in order to gain his own relational capital. It's, it's, it's very strange. It's almost like 
probably the weirdest of all Jesus' parable, the, 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 the guy who was like trying to cheat his boss become a hero in this parable. Isn't it almost a hero? It's a weird, very weird. But to think about it, as he was building his relational capital, he's actually building even his boss's relational capital. Even if the boss will lose every business, his relational capital, his name within the people that owes him still the most, almost a beautiful name because they were given freedom, almost, almost some of them half, some of them is, uh, if, if possible, probably the guy would say, okay, I'll, I'll write off all your, all your owing to my boss. Now, all of us here in this, in this generation will come across in our lives. Sometimes we really go through the mortgages, isn't it? What if your banker will come to you one day and say, okay, I'll cut half of your mortgage without telling the, the bank? What would you do with a, with, with a person? Probably you'll be very happy, isn't it? Or bring him for coffee for the rest of the year. Isn't it? But that's, this, this is weird. Now, not, not to tell that we are going to applaud this honesty. But, you see, this is the weirdest thing. I think God was saying, use the earthly wealth, the financial wealth that you have, for what? Relational capital, for the kingdom of God. Use everything that you got in order to build this relational capital. Because at the end of the day, you know, God will use this capital in order to further his kingdom. Because at the end of the day, it's about his kingdom, the kingdom of God. You know, when, when you read the Gospels, you see Jesus constantly investing a relational capital. If you read the Gospel, yeah, everything that God... Remember when, when Jesus came to Mary and Martha? He was building this relational capital. When he met Simon, he was building his relational capital. Now the gospel is full of this example. Now the... I'd like to share with you this morning this, this, uh, this thought because I'm going to tr- go through this um, all the PowerPoint that I have but I want to just give you a little bit of um, an illustration here. You know, one, there was a story that I read about a person whose name was uh, Jimmy Stewart and uh, he was during the many, many decades ago, he was building a loan company in America. And this guy was, was uh, an ex, uh, uh, a person who uh, survived with the war. And uh, he was building uh, uh, to this, this company so that he can help the community by helping people, lending them money so that they can uh, their homes, they can build their homes. But uh, something happened to this. There was a, a, a financial problem that everybody is, is not paying the loan. But this guy doesn't, matter, doesn't worry about being unpaid in the loan. She just keep going. Until one day, 
the, the federal government has to, to really summon him because he has to pay all the debt uh, owing that he has. And he could not pay for it. But this person, he was happily willing to go to the prison. But you know, the redemption story of this was the, the people who he was lending and was not paying got to know that he's about to be prisoned. And they started, every single one of them paid everything and even more and greater so that this guy will not be jailed. And the story is that, that, that he was investing his relational capital with these people. At the end of the day, these are the people who took him out from being put to jail because he built this relationship with them. Now, he, here's the, the um, I believe, how do we, do, how, so how do we invest our relational capital? Jesus said, use worldly wealth to make friends, build an oiko so that we will become the kingdom of God, that we invest of that capital and building our relationship capital, we might use our financial capital, invite people to coffee or dinner, giving to know someone, or cultivating new friendship. And sometimes we use our physical, our intellectual, our financial capital in order to, that we can build this, this relational capital. You know, but when it comes to the church, it's our servant, servanthood, our service to the Lord that is really needed, isn't it? We can build our relational capital by serving others. Maybe our life group too. We built our relational capital in our life group, isn't it? This is where we can, we can know each other deeper. There's, when we, we meet new friends and great old ones in our life group, isn't it? This is where the, where, where the, this is where the place where significant conversation takes place. For that to happen, we need to be in our relational relationship capital in our life group or in our service, isn't it? We need to serve. I think that's where, when I first asked Ethan to play, I, you remember that, Ethan, the two of us? I was just building that relationship. I was just investing my relationship so that eventually that relationship will bear fruit, that Ethan will serve and use his gifting for the kingdom of God. No, I think it's important that uh, be in a church or in a small group or in a coffee shop, we need to build this capital relationship and build it so that the kingdom of God will be built. His kingdom will be built. Because we, it's not that we are the... the, the the, the, the kingdom of God needs us, but God hasn't given us this opportunity to be part of this building block. And that's our relational capital. Spending time with people requires some physical capital as well. To have relationship, you need to show up, isn't it? You need to show up. 
You cannot be there without, uh, you cannot build a relationship without being there, isn't it? I know, I, I know I've been, I miss, I, to be honest with you, to confess, you know, I mean, the last few BCBs, I miss it. I used to be in the BCB. But that's where you, you develop relationship as well, isn't it? You know, I, I remember every time I see people in the kitchen, the relationship just grow. You know, they become closer, they know each other better. Isn't it? That's, that's building our relational capital. And uh, as we gather in worship, this is we build our relational capital together. We be, that's why we, 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 we go to church. That's the reason why we go Sunday services. Not just to, to display our own new, uh, new, the new set of our uh, uh, purchases from... Uh, no, I'm, I'm backing back to Asada or, uh, you know, a lot of this online you can buy and then show the, the, new, uh, the new stuff in, in, in the world today. Now, that's not the reason. The reason why we are in church is because we are building our relational capital, isn't it? When I first met Jane, I, I have very little knowledge about Jane, but because every Sunday Jane was here. So we began to know Jane. You know how precious it is to know a person? Very precious. You know, God loves to, for us to build relationship so that when we come into this family, you know, I call church as a family, not a place to volunteer. I'm sorry. This is not a place of volunteers. This is a place of family. That's why we don't, we don't volunteer in church. We serve because we are belong to the family. You know, I, I was struck when, when, uh, when Cam was saying, oh, I, I don't volunteer to take care of Alex. Alex is my, my own lovely daughter. I love her. She's part of the family. That's why I take care of her. You know, that, that really think, that, that forced me to think. What if, if we think that this is the family of God and you belong to the family? You are willing to invest your relational capital here because it belo- you are belong to the family. Amen? We belong to this family. If you consider this as a family, you belong to this family. And it's so worthwhile to build and to, to uh, invest in our relational capital. I know it's not easy, because we are still human, but it's, it's so rewarding to have relationship, isn't it? I remember the story, this, this guy who was a, a good runner, but he doesn't even build any relationship. He was so uh, arrogant in his, in his pursuit of it that he doesn't care at all. So one day he was running, and he was, he was running a 25K uh, marathon, and he ran fast, and he doesn't even care to anybody else because he was just focused on winning. After he won this race, at the end of the day, he was jumping and celebrating, but nobody was celebrating around him. It's so sad, isn't it? We might succeed in everything that we do, but if at the end of that journey, you have nobody to celebrate, it's sad, isn't it? It's in the relationship that when we build this relationship, people can celebrate and celebrate with us and rejoice with us because we made it 
Even if we, even we are unsuccessful, they will still celebrate because you have done your best. You have that relationship to run together and, and to celebrate this journey that you have. Isn't it? It's wonderful, isn't it? Whether we win or lose, if we have relationship, we build this, uh, the, the, the capital of relationship is worthwhile, isn't it? Now lastly, this, this, the testimony I want to share with you. You know, when we were, I, I think about people who has invested in my life. I will not be here if people did not invest in our relation, in relationship with me when it comes to my spiritual walk with God. I will not be here. You know, people who, who built this relational capital, who discipled me, you know, who really spent time with me, even, uh, you, know, you know, my journey of discipleship is funny. I was helping church. We built, in, back in Philippines, we don't, we don't have the luxury of having these beautiful big speakers. You know, we built on our own hands as part of our discipleship and relationship building. We built it literally with, now we don't even have the, those, those luxuries that uh, uh, Mahon is having, you know, all the electronic things. We don't have, we have to do it by hands with the normal saw. We cut everything and we uh, solder it our own and built and, and at the end of the day. But I remember those are the moment that because the person are will, is willing to invest in that relationship with me, I grow in my spiritual walk with God and understand that it's so precious, isn't it? And I, I remember he, his name was Luther. Even to the very, uh, when I, I began to do ministry, he will drop by in Singapore and he will make sure that he has built this relationship with me. He had maintained this relationship. He would come and talk to me. And, 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 you know, this guy spoke and believed in me. He says, you never even know who, what God can do in your life. You don't even know it. But I'm telling you, because of relationship, I trusted everything that he said to me, that, that, that I become here now. I'm here now because of that word, because we built that relationship. And he was building me towards the kingdom of God to, ser- to have built my spiritual capital. Amen? So this morning, I've prayed that if you think about the people in your life who invested you, inv- invested in you, in your relationship with God, can you think about, about them this morning? Would you thank God for this, their life? Because if that person has invested, I challenge you, would you be joyfully give that, take that challenge and say, God, I want to invest in this relational capital too with someone else. You know, I pray that this will turn, especially if you're not part of the life group, why don't you ask God this morning, say, God, would you please bring me to a place where I have a place that I can build this relational capital with someone else, with the rest, uh, with, with some people, so that I can invest my life too. Maybe, I, I don't know what li- we, we, which life group you can kind of comfortable to be with. Oh, you say, can I, I want to start one. Maybe this morning, 
you think about the reason why you have this spiritual, I said maturity or this spiritual uh, stability that you have because somebody somewhere along the way has invested in your life, in your relationship with each other so that it can point you to your relationship with God. I think somebody has have some, in some point of your life have done it in our lives. I, my challenge for you this morning is very simple. I pray that this saying, it really, it, it really uh, resonates with me. It says, I once heard someone say this, that when you were born, we cry and others smile. Okay, when you were born, okay, you came out crying, isn't it? You have to be slapped to cry, isn't it? In order that you can uh, breathe freely. But he says, we should live our life. Uh, sorry, I, w- I once heard that when, that when you were born, we cry and others smile. We should live our life so that when we die, others cry and we smile. Isn't that wonderful? We smile because we are rich in our relational capital. I pray that this morning, that would be our prayer. That you're the, the greatest legacy that you will leave behind is that you, have, that you built this relational capital in order that people can be pointed into the spiritual capital with God and say, God, thank you for this person who spent life with me and built this relationship with me so that I can, they can point me to God and they can bring me to maturity towards Jesus, toward the building of his kingdom. And his kingdom come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I pray this morning that they will be true. Again, as a challenge this morning. The kingdom of God and the family of God is not a place of volunteerism. It's a place of serving. You belong. And it's a place where, it's a place where you are belong to. We don't volunteer. We serve. And because we serve, we build relationship with each other. We serve out of this relationship, not because there's a need to, but because we love the family of God. I pray this morning, as I, as I close this, you know, I remember very clearly, um, this is not the first time that, that uh, God showed us I remember the last relationship I built with. It's a, it's a pastor who was about to give up everything in his life, everything he, he wa- wanted to turn away from his family. I went to my last mission trip in Philippines. And because I didn't come with, with, the, with the, the notion that I know everything, but I was there just to build relationships. You know what happened? My wife was there. He can attest it. Because of that relationship, you know what that person did? He turned around, make amends of his life. You know, he was like a, a gangster when I first met him. Long hair, rugged-looking person, don't care about anything. He was just, 
he only what it, he cares was to build his life and build his his farm and his uh, his financial stuff. But because of relationship, and because I spent this this relationship with him and and pointed him to Jesus, you know what happened? The next day, God transformed his life hundred percent. Turn around. This guy showed me a photo. Went to the the proper the, the town proper, cut his hair, and says, "Look, I this is the new me, and from this day on, I will make sure that I will build my relationship with my wife and my children. The next day, they were having lunch together. He never done it for many years, and now, you know what happened to this guy? Planted another five churches within that period when I met him until now." Just build relational investment. This guy has continued to serve God. And to, to, to tell you the truth, I would not even able to run with him this time. With his vigor and his, and his spending and investing so much investment into relationship to his people. He used to be just leaving his church like no sheep, no, no shepherd whatsoever. He was just leaving them to go astray. But now he even drive, the last picture I saw him, drove in a muddy place in a motorbike and then he has to walk another, walk another few hours in order to reach and build relationship with someone there at the mountain. That's how wonderful it is, you know. It bear and it will make result. Relationship will grow. It will bear its dividends. Amen? Jesus showed it to us. So therefore, I have full confidence that we build and invest our relational capital. God will make sure that this capital will grow for the rest for eternity. There is, this is the, the investment that will last for eternity. As a closing, do you know that when we go to heaven, we will never run away from this relational investment? We will still be looking at each other. There's always a joke, right? If you don't like the person next to you, if you go to heaven, you cannot get rid of that person. It's for eternity. So why don't you just build that relationship while you're here and enjoy it? Because it's for eternity anyway. Amen? I pray that this morning, it encourages your heart. Even as we worship him this morning, and we, we respond to his, I pray that this morning, we, we are the people that would, would have that resource, that we will build this, this, uh, this capital and invest this capital for his kingdom for his glory and for his honor. Amen? Shall we all stand as we worship this morning?